everyone again to another amazing edition of the Green Room podcast brought to you by the Newtown Players in Lexington Park, Maryland. I'm your host, Stacey Oosterink, and right now we have the inaugural edition of the Director's Hot Seat, and it is with the director of our upcoming production, A Night on Broadway 2021. Welcome back to the show, Sarah Gravel. Ooh, thanks for having me. So the last time we did this, you were on with Randy Tusing, and we yep. were talking about the fact that we're so excited to be up. Well, we're now, what, how many, not too many weeks away. Two. Yeah, you're getting, you're like really super close. Yep. And now you get to be put on the hot seat. Now that you've gotten through all the hard stuff, all the casting and the rehearsing, and you're in the final polishing, now we want to find out all the scoop and all the all the dirt on your cast you the and the process. And the you want the tea. I want the yeah. tea. <laughs> with the piping hot tea. All right. So, um, gosh, you cast this show quite a while ago. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so why don't you take us through your, your casting process and yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about how you set up auditions and then kind of what was going through your mind. Sure. Yeah. I mean, first it was a little bit, don't, maybe daunting is too strong of a word, but we were the first show that we knew was going to be back in the building. So auditions in the building, callbacks in the building, rehearsing in the building, Although the silver lining of that is that there was no other show going on. So we got the stage day one, you know, even for the auditions, which was nice. I've I never mean, experienced that before. So that's amazing. That's quite an advantage. <laughs> yeah. Gotta say, quite an advantage that you're not having to like rehearse in one part of the building yes. and then figure out how it fits on your stage later. Yes, exactly. I'm used to a lot of lobby dancing <laughs> first. So we didn't have to, we didn't have to do that, which was great. Um, but... Just trying to think of logistics and how to make sure to help people feel comfortable because we're coming out of a really weird time and hopefully keeping everybody still healthy and safe. So one thing that we did, which I really like, and I saw that they did it with Elf too, is having a Google form audition form. So it was a link that was online. So instead of coming in and filling it out on paper, you could fill it out ahead of time. So that way... One, it was a great way to know who was already committed to coming to auditions. Right. And two, you can still do it when you get there. We just had a QR code or a link to share. People could still fill out the audition uh, form the day of. So that was a cool thing that um, we were happy to do. And then we didn't have a pianist for auditions, and we had people submit tracks that they wanted to sing to, which, again, there's always pluses and minuses for live music. But as an auditioner, it's nice because you know what's going to come out of the of your company track every single time. Yeah, yeah. So, right. So, because that's one of the challenges, right? Especially accompanying for, uh, you know, auditioning for a musical, you have an accompanist there. And we have amazing accompanists and, and very talented musicians. But every every piano player, every, every, every musician, really, has a little bit different feel to them. You have some that yes. are very, very strict on time. And we have some that are, you know, they're a little bit looser with the time. And they <laughs> kind of go with feel. And some want to, I mean, I know for me, I much prefer having the accompanist follow me. You're, you're a voice teacher. You yes. can explain to folks what that means. I know what it feels like, but you could explain better what what having an accompanist follow the, the vocalist means. Right. I mean, to have someone follow, essentially... They're not leading the melody. The singer is leading the melody, and they are taking all of those cues. So it does take practice. You need someone who's seasoned because you have to be looking at lyrics, following what the um, 
person is saying. And also following means, oh, they skip to the second verse. Okay, I got you. Let me just get to the second <laughs> verse. You know, you're not just plowing ahead, which is the advantage to a live accompanist versus a track. However, for auditions, you're doing a minute or two minutes of a song. It's just nice to know this is what I'm going to sing with. And it takes a little bit of the pressure to get um, an accompanist just for accompanist. I can speak to um, to auditions because it is it is hard to sight read all that music. Oh, absolutely. And if someone comes in with Jason Robert Brown or some crazy Sondheim piece that you've never you've never even heard it in your ear, even for someone who's a great piano player, that is hard. Yeah, yeah. And then for the auditioner, I mean, that's a whole other. We could talk about that forever. Audition techniques where, listen, auditioner. I don't care what that piano player is doing. You just sing. You better just sing your stuff. Well, that's right. So having a track, you've practiced it, right? So you yes. know where there's room to take your little moment or you know where there's room to do an embellishment or to change something, you know, so that you don't sound like the recording that you may have heard, right? Because you want to sound yes. like yourself. Yes, exactly. Right. So again, like everything, there's pros and cons, but it worked really well for us. We already had their tracks pulled up, ready to go. They could send us a YouTube link or you know, a track that they already had downloaded, like an MP3 or something. And so that was really nice. It was nice. We were able to do it in the theater. We had, um, at first we were doing closed auditions, but it was too dang hot in the lobby. We yeah, were it melting. Was. <laughs> yeah, it was. I was here for that. So yep. we brought everybody in uh, and and it was great. It was good. And really what we had was just a, a wealth of talent that came out. And I think people were just excited to be back to perform again. Yeah. And so... That is a joy and a curse as a director. It's wonderful because then you have a ton of talent to pick from and listen to, and you know you're going to have a great show. But it stinks because then you got to you got to tell someone no, right? You got to tell you got to tell talented people no. Yes, and that that really just sucks. I hate it. I, that is that is the worst part of. I think it, let me just, let, let me let me go back into my memory over these last couple months. Is that the, <laughs> no, that's probably that's my least favorite part of directing. Of you know. Right. And for a show like this, it's hard. There's no ensemble because ensemble is an awesome place to be depending on the show and depending on what you're interested in doing. So it's great to be able to say, look, you are talented. You weren't great for this role, but, but come and shine on stage in a bunch right. of different ways. And and this night on Broadway is a cabaret, so we don't really have an ensemble for it. Well, it's, it's so you, night on Broadway, you don't I look at it kind of like you don't have leads. It right. is an, it's it's one hundred percent an ensemble show. That's true. It just is an ensemble with a limited amount of people. Right, right. All right. So what when you so you see the plethora of talent you've got, you probably had some songs in your head that you were thinking of that, that okay, here's the songs we're gonna do. And then you hear people sing and you you go, Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Did you have one of any of those moments? Did yeah. you have any of those moments where you went, you know what, this person's really good and of the songs I have in my head. I'm not hearing them sing song A, but there's got to be a song B because we got to figure it out. Yeah, 100%. I, be, one advantage that because of Night on Broadway, normally, unless you've done a show for years and years, you usually haven't been an actor in a show several times and then you get to direct it. So one thing that was nice for me is I've been in the show a handful of times and just if you've done Broadway cabaret ever, you know, you've been in a version of Night on Broadway. So I, uh, with Jay, my assistant director, who is so fabulous, I'm so, so glad that he is on our team. He's been like my right-hand man and it's been amazing. But um, but one thing I was really strong on is there's just no way we can pick a show until we know who we're 
who we're hearing. Because if I have a handful of mezzo-sopranos, I don't need to search for someone to sing something from Phantom of the Opera. It's a Broadway cabaret. We'll choose songs that, that fit the people that come to us, which is a really cool thing about Broadway cabaret. We don't need to have um, a set songs in mind. However, I did have a theme, which I knew was going to be, you know, and we had actually talked about this before auditions, uplifting, inspiring, yeah, funny, entertaining. Um, There's enough downer. Yes. outside these walls. <laughs> Let's are. not make any, we're not interested in any downers right, right now. We're coming off of a really rough 18 months all around. And so let's just laugh and smile. And if we're shedding a tear, it's because we're laughing so hard yep. or because something's just so beautiful, you know? So, um, so I knew we wanted to have, have that. And, um, and there were just some great newcomers that I was like, yes, yes, I've, I've never met you, but thank God I just heard you <laughs> sing. That was amazing. So um, Brad is new to our stage and Shayla is new to our stage. Um, Becky uh, Kuhn is someone who's in the area and she's done things at other theaters, but she's New She's to our new stage. To yep. um, Richard is new. Richard is new. Oh my gosh. And he is just such, his personality is such a joy. Like I had seen him and uh, worked with is not really the right term, but we had collaborated a little bit with some online projects during, for the at-home players. And so um, I was really excited to, that he was coming out for this as well. Um, and Tessa Silvestro, we haven't seen in a super long time well, on our stage. I don't think Shelby is. I think Shelby's new too, isn't she? Shelby is new, and Tony Ina is new, and yeah, that's seven that's, people. That's, I mean, even though Tessa's not, but I'm counting her in. I don't. Has Tessa sang on our stage before? Has she been in a musical here? Um, no, I don't believe so. So it's just really, I. She's so well known as a director. Uh, yes. really. She's so well known, and and as a comedic actor. And, but Lord have mercy, the girl can sing. Oh, my gosh. So she is singing um, Whatever Happened to My Part, Diva's Lament from Spamalot. Oh, my gosh. So good. It is so funny and, and just so – it's just, just – she does such a beautiful job with it. Every time it just blows me out of the water. So, so that's going to be a So over half your cast is brand new. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which is amazing. Now, some of them, Tony and Shelby and Tessa, they were cast in the show that almost was, Night on Broadway 2019. <laughs> 2020. Oh, yeah. But yeah, we were rehearsing in 20. Yeah, yeah. it would have been 2020 when it right, went on. Right. But and so, um, yeah, so they have been cast in a show, but never got to see the stage because we weren't even on the stage yet. We yeah, were still in right, the lobby. Right. Making it happen. Lobby dancing. Lobby dancing. Yeah. <laughs> That's something we may want to add to our schedule. Ladies and gentlemen, come out for a night of lobby dancing. That's right. <laughs> we could charge a reduced fee. To have, no, you just can't do that. It's not good. <laughs> Um, all right. So when you looked at, when you heard your cast, did, was there, did you have any like thoughts that ran through your mind? Like, um, you know, I don't know your, your, did your decision-making change in any way? Did you have like in your head, I'm going to do, I'm going to do this amount of people. And then you hear people and you go, well. <laughs> oh yes. I mean, so we had come into it and of course, the question is how big of a cast we're going to do. And we said between eight and 10. I felt like 10 was pretty big. Eight was probably our minimum. And we just had so many good singers. And, and the truth is, is we still could have cast more. If we cast every person that 
was qualified to sing in the show, then we'd have a huge, huge cast, you know, bigger than we could. We're really pressing it with what we have to have everybody on the stage featured at the same time. Right. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so we have a cast of 12 right now and we just, we just kind of pushed the envelope a little bit and, uh, and said, okay, can we have this many people? Can we? Okay, yeah, 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 let's do it, let's do it. <laughs> so we did expand that way once we heard everyone. And once we heard, uh, you know, some of the voices, it really helped to inspire, okay, we had a, I mean, we had a, a song list of ideas a mile long. And so now we could really start slashing and coming through. And one thing that was a little different than had been done in the past is, um, I wanted it to be a little bit more collaborative with the actors in the cast as well. Right. So then I could say, "Hey, here are some songs I'm thinking for for you. What do you what 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 speaks to you in this?" So hopefully allow the actors to have a little bit more, you know, passion and um if you like what you're singing, it's just that much better. Right. Um and we can we have the ability to do that. Right. Well, look, hey, look, as as an as an actress singer, you know, and having directed many many shows and whatever i mean actors love to have that that big <laughs> dramatic ballad right so how many times did you ha get suggestions of a big dramatic ballad and you had to say okay that's a wonderful beautiful song <laughs> but that is not that's not the direction that's we're not going. our theme this year did yeah. you have anybody did you yes. have, i mean not don't tell us names sure sure right sure. But, um, I mean, come on. You had to have had. 100%. There was a, a handful where I just really like this song. I said, hey, me too. But it's not time for empty chairs and empty tables. <laughs> like, we're not. Oh, my gosh. You know, no. pretty much if it's from Les Mis, no. <laughs> right. Maybe Master of the House. Maybe that could be funny. Master, anyway. the, Master of the House would be funny. Um, yeah. But look, Les Mis is my crying show. If I need, if I, you know, because sometimes you just need a good cry. Yep. And if I need a good cry, that's the show that I watch because I cry through the whole dang thing. Yeah, because every song is. I start like is, halfway yeah. through act one. <laughs> and my husband, God love him. The first time we went to see it, he, I said, listen, you're going to need to understand something. And that is, I'm going to start crying in the in about halfway through act one and i'm gonna cry all the way through act two and he's like what and i'm like he's like, do you not want to go and i was like oh no 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 i desperately want to go just but prepare yourself just understand yeah. please don't tell me to stop crying because that's not gonna happen right <laughs> um we actually went to go see see les mis and uh my dad came with us who uh, likes theater, you know, I'm his daughter. So he right. was kind of forced to enjoy it sometimes or go to it whether right. he enjoyed it or not. And, um, but he, we, we saw the movie Les Mis and I mean, oh no, 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 this, we, he, this is when we, um, first saw it on, uh, you know, the national tour came through and he leaned over and he said, are they going to sing every <laughs> word of this? I thought, oh my gosh, you're like, you didn't yeah. know. You're like, yes, dad. Yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah, buckle up, man. <laughs> buckle up. It's happening. Um, but yeah, so no, no, no sad songs that way. Although, like I said, happy tears we're fine with. We are doing uh, Waiting for Life from Once on this Island, one of my uh, favorite musicals. I just love it. Shayla is singing that. She does a really great job making it her own and bringing her own uh, just kind of personality and flavor to it. But I went to go see that in New York with Ryan and the overture just started 
like the opening note. And I just start bawling, just bawling. And he was like, oh my gosh, are you okay? I was about eight months pregnant. I was, and he, I said, yes, it's just so beautiful. He was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, Here so, we are. Yeah, so we can do happy tears. But yeah, so we definitely had to shut down some, some of the angsty ballads, unfortunately. Yeah, right, there's a lot. Another of time. <laughs> you know, if you want angst right now, just watch Netflix. Sure. That's my husband's thing. My husband, he watches teenage angsty shows on Netflix. They're pretty fun. Right? Okay. Have you been watching them? <laughs> Not as much. I've been doing a lot of Schmigadoon. Now oh, okay. Good, good, good. Yes. Good. Right. So we need some fun. All right. So speaking of Schmigadoon, silly. Yes. Fun. Heartwarming. Campy. Yeah. A little campy. So, all right. So what's, give me a, give me, have there been some campy, funny, silly, is there a campy, funny, silly moment we're waiting for in this show? Oh, you yes. You don't have to tell us specifics. Sure, but. sure. Well, if you... You just, have a funny cast. A funny cast. That's where, you know, if, if someone were to say like, oh, you know, tell me a, a funny moment, it's just hard to narrow it down because the truth is, is we're just laughing all the time. And we got to say, okay, okay, let's pull together <laughs> so that we can rehearse. Because everyone's just like cracking jokes and having a good time. It's very warm, fun atmosphere. Um, but, um, yeah, we've got some characters in this show and we're going to have some fun with it. And we're definitely going to have some fun with us as the performers. We are fully aware that we are doing a cabaret and that the audience is watching us. So we have some little funny kind of bits in there that I think will be fun. And, um, you know, you may see some boa flips and some tiaras in there. Yes. Um, you know, all I'm saying is that Richard is is here for a tiara and a boa, <laughs> and I'm just going to leave it at that. So get excited! Fantastic! Yeah. So that's um yeah that sounds like it's going to be an amazing. Well, the, the the benefit to doing a cabaret, right? Because if you're doing a, a regular musical, you have to stay in character, right? Yeah. But a cabaret, you know, you have an audience. Exactly. There is no fourth wall. I mean, yes. the, the audience is part of it. Exactly. Yeah. So we're kind of having a little bit of fun with that, and we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes, which. Which is the fun part about uh, doing this and having something like a Broadway cabaret that comes back year after year. I'm actually excited to, you know, pass it on to whoever whoever does it next and just say, you know, here was my little spin on it. I bet you can do something even cooler. Like, go for it. And, and just let it keep evolving and having fun with it. Right. All right. So what's been your most... What's, now you've already said that telling people no was a challenge, but you're, you've got your cast. Mm -hmm. You're in the rehearsal process. What's your number one challenge? What was the challenge that you had? Well, I mean, this is not, no, there's nothing sexy about this challenge or that interesting, but I mean, scheduling is a huge pain in the ass because it's summertime. And by the way, I'm pointing at myself first and foremost for <laughs> scheduling with two fingers here. If you could, if you could see me because, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't really get to go anywhere. I had vacations canceled last year. I mean, hell, I got COVID the week I was supposed to go on vacation. Yeah, you did. So, um, so that was a big bummer. So I kind of was like, I'm making up for lost time. So I had vacation scheduled before this was even on the radar to say, hey, we want you to, uh, you know, come back and and do Broadway again. And uh, and and me kind of put it out there like, yes, I'm interested to do it. So um, working around that and everybody's summer schedules. And I mean, people are busy. They're working. They have lives. They're talented. And a lot of people are doing a million different things at Newtown as well. Yeah, because, I mean, the Shakespeare in the city yes. went up, and I know you had some people who double-dipped and yes. were helping that. You know, I mean, you know, I think it's it's the balance, right, between 
oh my gosh, theater's back. Yes, theater's back. I want to do it all. And oh gosh, I agreed to do it all. Yes, 100%. So that that has been the challenge is just getting everybody in the same room at the same time and making sure that, you know, we can give everything the time that it needs. Um, probably second would be choreography. We're doing put on your Sunday clothes from Hello Dolly. And from Wally. Yeah, and from Wally, yes. <laughs> yes, depending on uh for those you know. who are not familiar <laughs> with where that song came from, that song did not originally come from Wally. It came from Hello Dolly. Yes. But that is the song that Wall that Wally watches. That's right. And it's such I mean, it's just so perfect in that in that movie. I love Wally. <laughs> um, but there's a part in that where it almost has like a little like a hustle and bustle kind of uh, break in there. So it's sort of like a busy city scene and everyone's weaving. And if, listen to all my friends who are all the millions of listeners right now <laughs> who want to direct someday, here's my uh, bit of wisdom. A really hard thing to block is a traffic pattern in a, I mean, you know, where you're just like, okay, now be busy in the city and everyone's just running into each other and you just got to keep, anyways, that was, that was a little bit of a challenge. And I'm sure the cast would say, oh my God, that was just, you know, I was like, all right, do it again. Weave a different way. Try. I mean, everyone had a path, but then we had to adjust it, of course, as traffic. Well, um, we had that and we had that when we directed a show together, yep. we had, you know, you've got, you're supposed to be bringing Dr. Seuss. Christmas Carol to life, right? Seuss yes. And how many times do we're like, all right, listen, you're all out on the street and someone's buying bread yes. and someone's <laughs> holding flowers and people were running into one another. Yes. Or you'd have seven people at the flower vendor. I'm like, will someone go buy bread, please? <laughs> and do it every night. Someone was buying bread last rehearsal. Where are you? <laughs> They're Someone's like, over there just waving a baguette alone. They're like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't need any more bread. I got bread last night. I'm good. I'm good. It's not hurricane. No. I know. And I, and I did, uh, I did Beauty and the Beast with elementary school students. So that opening song, Bell, does the same thing where it's just like everyone had to have a pattern. It took forever. So that was very tedious, but it's going to look cute. It's going to look really cute on stage. And it won't look like it took a thousand hours. So people will be like, oh yeah, there's walking around. It's easy. <laughs> That no, looks nice. It's not, it's not easy. It's not easy. If they make it look easy, that means it's right. That's right. Then they're doing their job. So how much choreography? I mean, are we, is this a high energy dance show? Or are you, you know? It is high energy, but it's not extremely choreographed. We have four large group numbers. And so uh, one is really like a stand and deliver song. It's from Songs for a New World. If anyone loves Jason Robert Brown, like I do. I love him so much. Um, and... Then another group number, like we just said, is put on your Sunday clothes, which does have some little cutesy things in it, but it's it's blockography, right? right? It's not right. a full dance number, but it still has, you know, you got to know what you're doing. Right. Then we have your, uh, you know, brainchild that came oh, to the, yeah, yeah, yeah. welcome that's to the rock, which has, again, that's more blockography. Then we do have a really big dancing number. It's time to dance from the prom, which is the prom finale of that show. And it's just high energy, fun. And there is there is quite a bit of dancing in that. So, um, and we had a lot of people that said, hey, I'm a singer, not a dancer, but they're dancing and they look good. Right. They're doing it. They're making it happen. Awesome. Yeah, so welcome to The Rock. That was, that was. I kind of had to twist your arm a little bit on that one, I, I, I feel I just, like. at first I was like, is it gonna, I don't know if it's gonna fit, but honestly, everyone has loved it. And lots of the actors have said, I'm so glad we're doing this show. I just love it so, or this song, I just love it so much. And so um, it's really cool. And, yeah. and I mean, 
I think your tie-in that you had suggested to us about, uh, you know, we're going to be performing on September 11th. Yeah. And the 20th just, anniversary. Yeah. You know, and just acknowledging that yeah. it's important to acknowledge it. Yeah. And so, um, so that'll be a really, a really, I think. And it is an uplifting look for those of you who have not seen come from away. Um, wow. I can't wait till the rights for that come out. And right. I, right. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to put this out to the universe right now in any of our new townies on, on the production committee. The second those rights come out, um, we, that's such a great show. It's about, I mean, yes, nine 11 happens, but it's about what happens in a little town in Newfoundland. Um, and it's a true not, story. It absolutely And the characters is. are true. I mean, the people that they're playing are are the real people that really did those things, yep. which is just makes it extra. I always love that, and it it reinforces real. your belief in humanity. So it's it's a pretty great show. So one hundred percent, and uh, yeah, and so I'm yeah. At first, I think it was just hard for me to catch, you know how how it would fit, but uh, I can't imagine the show without it. Now it's perfect, you know, and it opens our second act, and it really is. It'll be great, and 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 like you said, it. The topic of September 11th is heavy, but we're really talking about how did human beings take care of each other, right? You know, during well, a hard time. And that's pretty appropriate for what we've all been through yes. the past year and a half, too. And we finally get to get back into, yeah, you know, get back into the theater and get back into doing stuff. Yes, I know, 100%. Yes, it's it's been really wonderful. I have, I have been on stage more than I've been in the director's seat, but I've been in the director's seat like a handful of times and in in uh, several different opportunities. But there's really just something really cool and beautiful about directing the chaos and helping the magic come together. It's a whole other high to be on stage and I love it and it's amazing. But it's really, there's just sort of like this sense, almost like it's your baby, you know, like this kind of sense of pride and love for it that you're just like, you were a pain in the ass and so wonderful at the same time. And I love everything about this. It, and right. and it's really been beautiful to see it come together with such amazing, talented people who yeah. just have, you know, their hearts are all in the right place and they're, uh, they're working really hard. Yeah. I, I've, for me, um, I mean, I'm primarily, I was an actor for a long, long time and then, um, got into directing and, and I say, look, acting, it's a, it's a momentary high, right? Mm-hmm. You're bringing something to the audience and then the audience leaves. But as a director, you get to l- get that, you have that sense of pride in every actor and every moment that is created on the stage. I mean, and it lasts so much. For me, comparing the two, it lasts so much longer. Yeah. It's not, it may not be the immediate peak, like, the crushing applause when you actually kill, or or the laughter when you do, when you deliver that that comedic line perfectly. That's an immediate like peaking. But this is, yeah, it's almost like parenting, mm-hmm. especially parenting teenagers <laughs> or toddlers, which yeah. are very uh-huh. similar. Yep, yep, they are. But it's like once you get them, once you get them over that big hump, then it's this, it's a big, it's a broader wave of joy and pride and and the. Look at what we did. And for me, it lasts longer because even after you're done, your cast comes back together and they're like, oh my gosh, do you remember when we did this show together? And do you remember when so-and-so did this? I mean, I was talking with um, the three young, the three guys who were all involved with Little Shop on mm. the podcast. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like, yeah, 
all these three men were all brought together by one show and now they're friends and we're all here again and it, as their director it's it's nice to ha- always have that right yeah 100% it's been good i mean and it also comes at like the stakes are high cuz the buck stop stops oh, with the you stakes are and super if something high. stinks guess what they're you're not, the one holding yeah, the poopy not, diaper yeah girl. yeah 100% <laughs> if something doesn't go well it's like come what do you know and here's the thing it it doesn't always go perfectly. I mean, and my cast will tell you, there's a couple times where we're like, okay, with choreography, for instance, we learned something and I, ah, we got to tweak it. It's not working the way I want. And I, you can tell some people are like, oh man, we got to change it. And it's like, you know, you have to be the cheerleader and also the taskmaster. And luckily you have ADs and stage managers and, right. you know, you have your team with you that helps you. But so it's, uh, you know, it's, it, it just, I don't know. It's a great experience it's like overall. Parenting. It's just, yeah, yeah, yes, it's like it is. parenting. That's it. Anyone who ever doesn't want children permanently but wants to know <laughs> what it's like to parent difficult children, come direct a bunch of actors. Yes. Amen to that. Because we love them. Yes. But Lord, they all need to be grounded. <laughs> At one time or another. <laughs> you know, and then you have maybe like, I don't know. It's just funny to see the all the different personalities too, right? Because in a way, when you're learning a show as an actor you know, you're out of your comfort zone, you're learning something new. And so everyone's personalities and frustrations and insecurities kind of all come out and you have to all, you know, put that in together into a pot and make it into something delicious and wonderful are as you, the director. Are you feeling any pressure being the first show back in the building? Well, yes, of course I am. <laughs> I feel a lot of pressure. Yes. I'm like, oh, I hope people aren't, you know, I, as a, as Do you a, have moments of, God, I hope this doesn't suck. Yes. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> as, as a natural born people pleaser, you know, I'm always like, oh man, I hope people like this. I hope the cast likes it. I hope they're like, that was great with Sarah. Not like, oh gosh. Like, you know what? You just. Yeah. You get over that or you don't, but I got over that in a hurry. <laughs> yes. And I was actually thinking about it on driving here today, how, uh, how I've just started to be like, well, this is what we're doing. Like, I hope everyone's okay with it, but someone's got to make a call. If it's the wrong one, I will amend it in a few <laughs> minutes or an hour or tomorrow or whatever it is. But, you know, just kind of forging ahead. But yeah, you know, there's pressure. You want everyone to be happy. And hopefully, um, I think we're going to put on a really good show because we've been working hard. We put a lot of thought into it. We're human beings. So it's it's never going to, you know, you can only do your best, right? And just leave it at that. But at the same time, um, I think also people are hungry for live theater again. And so hopefully any of the little imperfections that may exist as human beings, you know, it'll be really easy to forgive because they'll just be like, thank you for singing to me (laughs) in person. (laughs) Right. Exactly. All right. Well, um, anything else? Anything? How about words of wisdom for the next director who comes after you? Oh my heavens. Words of wisdom. So, uh, I think you can be brutally honest. Sure. What we were just saying is, uh, (laughs) be clear in your communication and, um, and just don't be afraid to make decisions because you can always fix it later, but being hesitant will always just, it kind of just shoots you in the foot as a director. You gotta, it gotta be, you gotta be mindful, but always moving forward. So, you know, director is direct. Yeah. Give people direction. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been great. We're we're very excited to put this show on. It is a, it is going to be a wonderful, funny, heartwarming evening of 
Broadway favorites, maybe a couple that you haven't heard before, and um, definitely lots that that you do know. And your and your piano player didn't shoot you for opening with Jason Robert Brown. <laughs> no, she didn't. Sherry Fenwick is is an angel on earth for coming to us and uh, and just making it happen. She's amazing, and her skills are. She's are one of amazing. the people. She's one of the people we could trust to play Jason Robert Brown. Yes, which isn't that is saying something. Yeah, that's hard. And there's two Jason Robert Brown songs in the show. Yeah. He's, 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 my son loves him. My son loves him. But, and I'm like, so why don't you do more? Because, because I can't find an accompanist that can play him. Yes. And never take it to an audition because they could, because the, no matter how good they are, unless they already know it, it's right. going to right. be brutal. He, well, because they, he kind of uses it as a different character, right? The piano is its own entity. Almost. Almost. Yeah. I think he enjoys torturing. <laughs> yeah. Pianists. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. All right. Well, um, we are really looking forward to opening night, which is September 10th. Yes. So um, buy your tickets. They're on sale. I mean, holy cow. They're already selling. Get them while they're hot. And it's, uh, yeah, I'm super excited. I'm super, it's been a joy to produce the show. I will tell you that. Um, you've got, you've got an amazing state. We could probably do a whole nother podcast about the amazingness that is your stage manager. Oh my gosh. That is so I true. Mean, I mean, Fred is just, he... He's the best. And he's been here since <laughs> since the beginning. Yes. So it is He'll really cool. He'll tell you he's been here since God was a baby. I yeah. Mean, he's, you know, Fred Fred has been around. He was around in the very early years of Newtown. And and then he kind of took a little hiatus. And now Fred is back in all of his friendness. And he is, oh, I just love him. Yeah. I he's just, amazing. He's, he, it is a great energy to have at our show. I was so excited when he said he wanted to come on and be a part of it. Yeah. So, and um, yeah. So September 10th. Everybody get their tickets. Yep. Come and then out we, and, and we close. We run until September twenty sixth. So yeah. three weekends. Three weekends. Three weekends to hoop it up and be uplifted, and laugh. I mean, and cry because you're laughing, not yes. because you're sad. Oh yeah. No I, sadness allowed. Nope. No teenage angst. Not here. Not this time. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, if we ever do a show, if, if there's ever a, a show that's you know, I want to do a show, songs of teenage angst. I'm out. Not doing it. So not doing it. I'm kind of here for that. <laughs> I sort of like that. It's because you're a masochist, Sarah. Right. <laughs> and I've watched all six seasons of Gossip Girl. <laughs> Please don't say those words out loud. The next thing you know, that's going to be the next thing my husband's No, watching. he's going to love it. It's coming out on HBO. I, I'm going to text him. I have to. If he loves it, I have to text him. I'm Fantastic. doing it. Fantastic. Thanks so much. <laughs> All right, this uh, this edition of the Green Room has been created by, as always, the Newtown Players. I'm your host, Stacey Oosterink. Our producers are the fabulous Kenny Faison and the marvelous Stacey Park. Um, our recording engineer tonight is Chris Malden, who, you know, we have we have more recording engineers, and I'm beginning to take it personally. But I appreciate Chris not making me sound as stuffed up as I really am. Here's a side note. It's allergies. It's not Corona. I promise. But thank you, Chris. Um, our mixing engineer is Tim Joyce. And that man does the Lord's work every week. Um, Hunter Martin composed and performed our fabulous theme song. And you can find the Newtown Players on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You just got to search for Newtown Players. It's Newtown with an E at the end of town, right? Okay. You can listen to the Green Room Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. And if you have an interesting idea for a podcast, 
for God's sakes, email us, people. We do read our emails, I promise. Send it to podcast at newtownplayers.org. That's Newtown, again, Newtown with an E. And you can find us on the web at www.ntpshows.com. Get your dang tickets for a night on Broadway. And thanks for joining us in the green room.